Hello and welcome to the Italian Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 5th of February 2024. In InfoSec news this week, the popular remote access solution AnyDesk confirmed on February the 2nd that they had suffered a cyber attack that had allowed hackers to gain access to the company's production systems and steal their source code and private code signing keys. In a statement AnyDesk wrote, they first learned of the attack after detecting indications of an incident on their production servers, which prompted a security audit investigation in which they determined their systems were compromised and they activated a response plan with the help of cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike. The company confirmed that ransomware was not involved, but have not yet shared information about the attack other than stating that their servers were breached. In a security advisory, Anydes stated as part of their response, they revoked all security-related certificates and remediated or replaced systems as necessary. They also reassured customers that Anydesk was safe to use and that there is no evidence of end-user devices being affected by the incident. They added to please ensure that users are using the latest version with the new code signing certificate. And while the company says that no authentication tokens were stolen, out of caution, they are revoking all passwords to their web portal and have suggested that users change their password if it is used on any other sites. In other news, on February the 1st, Cloudflare publicly disclosed its internal Atlassian server was breached by a suspected nation-state attacker, who accessed its JiraBug database, Confluence Wiki, and Bitbucket source code management system. In the disclosure, they advised that the threat actor first gained access to Cloudflare's self-hosted Atlassian server on November the 14th, and then accessed the company's Confluence page and Jira systems following a reconnaissance stage. On November the 22nd, they then returned and established persistent access to their Atlassian server using ScriptRunner for Jira. They also gained access to the source code management system, which also uses Atlassian Bitbucket. And then they attempted, yet unsuccessfully, to access a console server that had access to a data center that they had not yet put into production in Sao Paulo, Brazil. To access the systems, the attackers used one access token and three service account credentials suspectedly stolen during the previous compromise linked to the Okta breach from October 2023, in which Cloudflare mistakenly failed to rotate. Cloudflare detected the malicious activity on November the 23rd, removed the hacker's access in the morning of the 24th, and then its cybersecurity forensic specialist began investigating the incident on the 26th, three days later. While addressing the incident, Cloudflare's staff rotated over 5,000 unique production credentials, physically segmented test and staging systems, and performed forensic triage on over 4,893 systems. They also re-imaged and rebooted all systems on the company's global network, including all Atlassian servers, Jira, Confluence, and Bitbucket. They also re-imaged machines accessed by the attacker. The company stated that the breach did not impact Cloudflare customer data or systems, its services, global network systems, or configuration. And now for some good news. On the 31st of January, US officials released a statement stating that in conjunction with the FBI, they took steps to disrupt and neutralize a botnet dubbed the KV botnet. Comprising of hundreds of US-based small office and home office, Soho, routers hijacked by China-linked state-sponsored threat actor named Vault Typhoon, aka Dev0391, Bronze Silhouette, or Vanguard Panda. 
the cyber espionage group believed to be active since 2021 is known for its reliance on legitimate tools and living off the land techniques to hack under the radar and persist within victim environment for extended periods of time to perform reconnaissance and gather sensitive information. Another important aspect of its methodology is that it tries to blend into normal traffic activity by routing traffic through compromised Soho network equipment, including routers, firewalls and VPN hardware, to obfuscate their origins. This was accomplished by means of the KV botnet, which controlled devices from Cisco, Fortinet and Netgear for use as a covert data transfer network for advanced persistent threat actors. A report carried out in January by cybersecurity firm Security Scorecard revealed the botnet was responsible for compromising around 30% of end-of-life Cisco RV320 and 325 routers over a 37-day period from December the 1st to January the 7th, 2024. The botnet was also designed to download a virtual private network module to the vulnerable routers and set up a direct encrypted communication channel to control the botnet and use it as an intermediary relayed node to achieve their operational goals. As the traffic was encrypted, this allowed malicious actors to anonymize their activities, i.e. the hackers actually appeared to be operating from the Soho routers instead of their actual computers in China. As part of its efforts to disrupt the botnet, the FBI stated it remotely issued commands to target routers in the US using the malware's communication protocols to delete the KV botnet payload and then prevent them from being reinfected. The operation also deleted the KV botnet malware from the routers and took additional steps to sever the connection to the botnet, such as blocking communications with other devices used to control the botnet. Coinciding with the takedown, the US Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, published new guidance urging Soho device manufacturers to embrace a secure-by-design approach during development and shift the responsibility away from customers. It's recommending that manufacturers eliminate exploitable defects in Soho router web management interfaces and modify default device configurations to support automatic update capabilities and require a manual override to remove security settings. Thank you very much for listening to the Talion Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us if you wish to discuss any of the matters discussed here. Again, thank you very much for listening.